Hey guys, what you're about to hear is our first ever, worst ever podcast live show. We recorded a few weeks ago at the beautiful Gary Marshall Theater in Toluca Lake, California, with our special guest, Danielle Fischel, best known as Topanga from the 90s sitcom Boy Meets World, and more recently, Girl Meets World. Anyway, it's an awesome episode. We had an amazing time doing this live and can't wait to do it again. Big shout out to Polka Tots Cupcakes for delivering a beautiful cupcake cake for us. You can check it out on our Instagram. They make amazing things. If you're in the LA area, you definitely want to use them for your wedding, for birthdays, really any kind of special event, even a Friday. What you didn't hear in this live episode is that we surprised my mom for her 70th birthday at the end of the show. So it was really sweet and very special. And they made it all happen. Anyway, thanks for your continued support and enjoy the show. The worst moments of our life. Hey girl, hey, that's bad. Uh, so speaking of like worst ever experiences. That is the worst ever. I don't feel so good. And that was my worst audition How bad can I be? Did you feel the pain is best or funny? Hello. And welcome. This is Worst Ever Podcast. I am your host, Christine Lakin. Thank you. Thank you. Let me start this again, because this is the real intro. Welcome, welcome. to Worst Ever Podcast. Welcome. I'm your host, Ala Khaled, with a little girl here by the name of Christine Lakin. And with Stephen Ray Morris, everyone. Ooh, meow. Stephen Ray Morris. Thank you for coming, Christine. I appreciate this is, it. Uh, well, you know, I'm very at home here. Um, this is very exciting doing our first podcast live. It's weird to do it in front of a live audience. I I feel like I'm in a crappy living room, which makes me Actually, feel like I'm at home. This is better. So. This is better than your living room. I, well, we did bring the Aztec rug. Just Aztec for rug the is sake, here because we talk about it a lot on the podcast. Yes, I own this rug. <laughs> I personally like the rug. Most people, seventy-four percent of people on Instagram, don't like the rug. <laughs> I'm offended. It's fine. We'll sell it to the highest bidder at the end of the show. Um, why do you have a cart on stage? So, you know, I moved to Koreatown, and I don't want to lose my parking space. <laughs> no lie. And I parked in front of my building, so I don't have to move it till Thursday. Okay. So I told Christine today, I go, I am going to take the train to uh, the show. Right. She picked me up. But I brought my cart because I had to carry the merchandise, which you will be buying after the show. Yes, we have merch now. $25. Everything is just $25. It's exciting. Um, We take square. Um, (laughs) So I brought my cart, and this is what it looks like, and this is what I travel with through the Koreatown, downtown LA, every day. And I I love it. Um, It's it's actually quite chic for a grandma cart. It's a a K-Town cart. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> I literally go to pick him up from the train. He's like, I've gone to Starbucks. You're taking too long. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, uh, sorry. I'm taking Which, too long. Which, by the way, I got in a fight at Starbucks today, guys. <laughs> Shocking. No, no, no. Because, by the way, I'm trying to be positive tonight. I'm going to be really nice to everyone. <laughs> okay. There so goes the I went, podcast. I went to, the, this was the start of my positivity. I went to the Starbucks. I got a black iced tea, sweetened. And he called my name, and I went to go pick it up and grab a straw. And there was a little girl hanging over 
on uh, where the, where you receive the drinks and her soccer dad who was in soccer uniform. What do you mean hanging over? Like she had her head like she down had her on the hand okay. like hanging like, like resting. Resting. And I she By was the like milks. eight and I like reached over I go excuse me and I went to grab a straw and then he goes uh I'm giving him something and you just put your hand over my daughter and I go oh uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then he goes so yeah you you know I was giving him my drink to fix it. And you, you just went in between. I go, well, I said, excuse me. I said, I'm sorry. He goes, and then you put, and then you just reached over my daughter. And I go, look, guy, I said, I'm sorry. I, I, I mean, I don't know what else you want me to do. Like, what else can I do? Sorry. 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 And the barista's looking like I'm crazy. And I'm like, I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then you wheeled your cart out of Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. I sure did. Yeah, you're not crazy. <laughs> Um, I I appreciate that you have brought your cans of rosé on stage. Thank you so much for drinking in front of me. I love a rosé. I don't (laughs) like a box Franzia, so I had to get my own. Okay. So I got my own rosé. Well. It's going to be a long one. I like the little thing you put it in. But I'm also, the reason why I got the rosé and it's in cans is I'm celebrating something tonight. Okay. I am Christine. Go ahead. So remember on the Jody Sweet and Beverly Mitchell podcast a couple weeks ago? Yes. We talked about a sprinkle. <laughs> yes, for me. Uh-huh. Okay, a sprinkle, if you don't know, a sprinkle is a second baby shower. Christine's pregnant, by the way. Oh, yeah, if you couldn't tell. Thanks. Baby Allah. Baby Allah. So I've decided to throw you a splash. Oh, no. You're going to get your mist tonight. A mist? <laughs> Today is your mist. Oh, God. So in oh, here no. oh, is the beginning of your shower. Oh, Lord. Your sprinkle, your mist, your splash. Is this like what you made me for the first baby? Yeah. Oh, it's in a Ralph's bag? Well, no. I... <laughs> What'd so, you get me from Ralph's? Well, because you have to have... At every sprinkle, you have to have a cupcake. Oh, oh, you ate half of it? You're such well, an ass. I, I was hungry on the train. And so, okay. and it's a sprinkle, so you can't have a whole cupcake. Okay? Okay. And then I made gifts. I crafted gifts. Oh, God, my God. Yeah, yeah, I crafted gifts. Oh, good, a Staples bag. All right, this is just getting better and I cra- better. I crafted gifts. Now, listen to me. <laughs> If you haven't listened to the podcast, some of these gifts aren't going to make sense. But if you have, a lot of them are. And I will present them to you slowly. All right. Okay? So This is when you actually say, you're like, do you need anything printed? Because I'm going to Staples yesterday. Like, now it's all coming together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, she's having a child. It's a boy. And this first gift is for your child. Oh, no. Okay. Well, they're all for your child. (laughs) Are they? Just pull it up. Just All right. throw it. Yeah. I'm trying. Okay. It's a, oh. Oh, it's a law. <laughs> it's a onesie that says, hi, my name is a law bro. <laughs> okay. Right. Bro is my married name, in case you didn't know. That's okay. amazing. Okay. Some of them are mean, some of them are nice. <laughs> this, one's, this one's nice. Okay. This one's nice. You are ridiculous. And I won't give them all right now. I'll save okay. them for later, but yeah. <laughs> Is a picture of my daughter wearing a wig and saying, my sis rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, I've had that wig since I was like 12. I begged my mother to buy it. Because yeah, that's what you do when you're 12. That's normal. Mom, I need this wig. <laughs> this is going to make my life. Okay, so this one is a true story. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Worst ever podcast. I can't believe you did all of this at Staples. No, I did it at home. I just had this thing. I screwed, I screwed up a lot. a very odd myth. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, I don't like this one at all. <laughs> Allah is the host. Worst ever podcast. Mom is just there. Oh. That's yeah. not funny. Oh, no. This one's, this one's a good one because, you know, I love the O.J. Simpson trial. I love, I love the trial. It's not a murder podcast, no, but I we lo- talk about O.J. like I, every other... I, I, I want to do Worst Ever Investigates. I love the, tri- <laughs> I love the trials. Can you uh, imagine yeah. half-eaten cupcakes, just, you know, trolleys yeah. on trains. Yeah, yeah. We're there to investigate. I wish she was here. I, oh, no. Oh, what is this? Meet my lawyer. Oh, Stacey Keenan. <laughs> This yeah. is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to immediately send yeah. her a picture of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that wait. is amazing. Okay, this one, okay, no offense, Brandon. <laughs> My husband is in the audience tonight, by the way. All right. Oh, yeah, give him a round of applause. He deserves it. <laughs> He's no Allah, but he is my dad. <laughs> <laughs> This one's just, and this is for our friend. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Stephen. Stephen likes cats. I do. I don't like cats. Don't judge. (laughs) Stephen, I love that. I mean, you know, cats. Anyway, so so this is this is your sprinkle. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. That's very sweet of you. I appreciate it. You went to a lot of effort. Those are amazing. I have the receipts, by the way. Which <laughs> the, well, because the podcast is going to pay for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll see about that. Um, Steven, how are you? I'm good. I'm feeling cozy over here with my little table. Yeah? It's not as cozy as the, the Queen's Shea Lounge, but, you know. Well, and nothing is. Um, what is going on in your life, Steven? Ooh, uh, I need a haircut. I think I'm time, it's time to get rid of this bob. I think that's what I'm feeling right now. Is that now. why you're wearing a hat? Yes, I'm hiding underneath <laughs> all these types of things right now. So what, would you, what do you recommend? Where should I go? Um, I, I don't know. Georgia just got her first haircut. Oh, where'd I she took, go? Yes, I took my husband and Georgia and my mom, actually, who's in town visiting, and um, she got her haircut by the guy, Ruslan, who's amazing, and he does all of our glam on the show. I, that's so Hollywood. It's so- I was, I know. It's like, I can't just take uh, her to the yellow balloon. I got to, like, find, like, a, like, he's a real professional. He offered, though, and it was, nice. I, you know. Or a Floby. Have you ever done cute. one of those? I would do a Floby. I would do, I just I've go, never to, done I go to Rudy's or... Rudy's? Oh, yeah. I'll go to Rudy's. Although I have cut my own bangs. How did that go? It's it, still it going. It started with Chardonnay. It ended with tears. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I thought I was really good at it for a while, because when you have bangs, I just, I don't like having to go to the place. It's just an, it's an all-day affair, and then they have to cut, it, it's a lot. So sometimes I'd be like, oh, they're in my face, I'll just kind of do it myself. So I was doing it, and I thought it looked pretty good, and then I finally went to my guy, and he's like, you've been cutting your own bangs again, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I need you to stop doing that. I, I think I've had some of that rosé, then maybe by the end of the show I'll get, I'll get <laughs> I enough. could do it, though, Stephen, for okay. you. I could totally cut your hair. I trust hair. you to cut my hair. Maybe. <laughs> I can't drink, though, so I'm probably going to lose all my skills, because that's what I'm really good at it. <laughs> it is. It's true. What? Can we talk for a second? Go just ahead. about... Okay. I have to tell you my dad's story at one point. All right, fine. I want to talk for just a second about the press tour I just got home from. Oh. And we'll talk about your dad's story, and then we're going to bring out our guest, who yeah. she's really the main focus tonight. Yeah. Um, okay, so Jody, 
Beverly and I just finished a press tour uh, on the East Coast for Hollywood Darlings. And it was super fun. I have, we have such a good time together, thank God. Because when you work with people and then you're just traveling around together, you better at least have fun. Um, and New York was great. We did a bunch of stuff in New York. We went to dinner one night. We ordered way too much food, um, as per usual. Um, and then we get to uh, Jersey and Philadelphia, where we're told we're doing a mall tour. I'm like, all right, mall tour, okay. So very, it's very like Tiffany. It's very yes. <laughs> yeah. It's very yeah. 1984. Yeah. Come meet Tiffany at yeah. the mall. Yeah, Menudo. Right. Yes. <laughs> I love Menudo. <laughs> so but, Menudo but, on ABC. <laughs> I remember all of the Menudo. You were a big Menudo fan. I love the Menudo. Uh, so, but I was thinking it was going to be like what I did in the 90s, which was like, you go to Fashion Island and there's like 4,000 people there and, you know, it's a big deal and you meet a lot of fans and it's cool. It was for, the other part of this was, it was for affiliates and marketing. So there was a whole other side to it that was more corporate and sort of, you know, you stuff you got to do for work. So that's fine. But we get there and they're like, yes, it's at the King of Prussia Mall and it's this huge mall. That's a huge mall. Huge. And so this is what is in all, I think, all of our heads. And again, like the expectation is one thing. And then we get there and, they're, and we're driving and they're like, well, actually, it's the strip mall adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> Serious? We're all like, I'm sorry, what? The three of us were in the back of a van and Jody just looks at me and I'm like, I can't. I, I can't. And she's like, we're, in a, we're, in a strip, we're doing strip malls. We're doing strip malls. And I was like, yes. There was a dress barn. <laughs> there was a Toys R Us, RIP. Oh. I know. Uh-huh. Like, things that weren't even open, you guys. Mm-hmm. Not even open. Um, the people in the store were lovely. Lovely. We got to hang out with them in their break room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Before we went out, you know, and like, and now we're just we're there, we're in it. Like, there's no turning back. We're we're doing the strip malls, guys. So they had some mommy bloggers. They bring us out, you know, and we're gonna sit. And we're gonna talk to them, and then we'll do some photos and you know wrap it up. And that I mean that was really about it. Um, so we walk out, and par for the course. They're like, please welcome Jody Sweeten, Beverly Mitchell, and and I went, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go to sit down and like this is like the running joke between like me, Beverly and Jody. We play it up on the show obviously, but like life imitates art and then sometimes it just like backhands you back in the face. So we're there and we do, you know, a couple of the things um with the bloggers <laughs> and unbeknownst to me as I'm saying something which I'm sure was very eloquent. Um there are the kiosks, you know, where you can pay your own bill. Behind me. (laughs) And there's a gentleman who's come in to pay his own bill. And I'm sort of like this, like looking this way, talking to people. And he's right here. So I can't see him. But Beverly can. And so can one of our affiliates who was our handler there and took a picture of this man bending over to pay his bill. um, Whose pants decided to fall down. I will post this picture on Instagram. I wish we had it for you tonight. It is, it is, I, I, I'm just, I look like I'm giving a TED talk and there's a man whose butt crack is just full on, just full out. Beverly was like, I couldn't look at you. I literally had to just 
do one of these. And Jody's like, thank God I didn't see it because I would have lost it. Christine, like, what are you talking about? Uh, what are we talking? Well, they're asking us questions. Like, the mommy bloggers were asking us questions about the show and how it came to light and what our real-life relationship is like and, you know, just normal questions. But this man, he was probably like, I don't know what's going on. I I mean, he's just my, going about his business. I got to so. get my Xfinity on. Oh, yeah, you do. Yes. So then, uh, this is the last part of the story. So then someone comes up, and we're taking pictures with them. And, uh, and one of the, the fans says to me, so what do you do? And I went, I'm sorry, what do I do? See? And she says, no, when are you due? And I went, oh. oh. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm having a rough one today. <laughs> No, but that makes sense to me because you're on a, you were on a show, like, step by, like, listen, and I'm not trying to be a dick. Okay. No, you don't have to try. <laughs> okay. Because I'm being positive. I'm trying to stay positive. Okay. So you were, step by step had, like, six kids, seven yeah. kids. Yeah. Right. It's a hard, you get lost in the right. shuffle, for sure. Jody Sweden, you know, full house had, you know. Three. I mean, really four, but one was, a, you know, they were right. doubled. And then... Well, Beverly Mitchell had seventh. Heaven, yeah, there's but, a lot of kids. There, but you know. that character is pretty iconic. That's true. So and I could see how they would forget time. about you. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's how I would th- see how they would. It makes how, sense, you know. It's a yeah. show about two families that you know get merged together. I mean, product of divorce. One of them gets forgotten about. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Might as well be. It, me. It's moved networks. The other day, though, I was texting the two of them, and neither of them wrote me back. And I went, are you ignoring me on purpose? And Jody writes, I'm sorry, what do you do? <laughs> it's true. Um, all right, tell me your dad's story, and then oh, I'm going to bring so, out our guest. Okay, it was my dad's birthday um, last Sunday. Uh-huh. And I called him for his birthday. Everything, thanks, daddy, thanks, daddy. You know. Okay. He calls me. He daddy. calls you daddy. He calls me daddy. My mom calls me mommy. My dad calls me daddy. That's is that a cultural it's a, it's thing? It's a Middle Eastern thing. It's very traditional. That's how they do it. Do they call your brother DJ Khaled daddy? <laughs> no, but my family will call my brother DJ Khaled, which makes me fucking crazy because I'm like his name is Khaled. They it's call Khaled. him DJ Khaled. They call him DJ Khaled. I'm like he's just Khaled. You named him. He's Khaled. <laughs> Quick, it drives me crazy. That's right? really funny. So, oh, this is what I have to, you have no idea. I'm staying positive. <laughs> so he calls me later in the afternoon and he goes, Daddy, I call Nicole. And Nicole is the baby mama. Right. <laughs> Assad's mama. mother. And uh, Khaled's girl. I called Nicole and I said, listen to me. I don't need to make an appointment to see my son. I need two hours with DJ Khaled (laughs) to talk family. You want to be there? Be there. I don't care. But this is family business, and I need to two hours to talk to DJ Kelly. <laughs> I'm his father. I don't need no appointment. I said, Dad, calm down. He goes, I just want to let you know that this is happening. I said, great. So I get a, call, a text from Nicole. She's like, is your dad going to, is he sick? Something happened? <laughs> And I go, why? She goes, 
he has to make an appointment to talk in private. I go, no, I go, he's just trying to show you that he's the boss. Uh-huh, you yeah. Know, it's just that, but Calla doesn't get it, right? Right. He doesn't get it. And Nicole has, she thinks he's dying. <laughs> like, she literally thinks, is there, he wants to tell us he's got cancer and he's dying. Yeah. So I call my dad back, because my dad's also in a war with his brothers about Facebook, on Facebook, and he's calling them his wife a murderer and oh, the whole God. it's a whole your it's family whole. can I just say whenever he goes to a wedding he's like oh here are my cousins it, it looks like my high school graduating class yeah, I'm like know, it's, it's a lot it's, it's a lot it's the largest family I've ever seen well we're Middle Eastern I know I know No, it's you have a lot of, there's a lot of people to keep up with there's so many dramas you should have your own Destinos I mean you should have your own like I got Steven good on that one you should have your own like soap opera well, we've pitched shows. <laughs> you are your own show. <laughs> yeah, we pitched it. Um, okay, should we bring out our guest? I mean, do you guys they, know who she is? They want to see her. They, they don't want to see us. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, thank okay. you. That man, that one. Oh. Right. Thanks, Dad. Oh, my God. Uh, no, okay. um, all right, we're going to bring out our guest. She, you have know, you've known her from the 90s. She's a 90s icon, you guys. She, you're already starting to drink. Okay, good. <laughs> That's good. It's, it's barely eight. Um, she was on Boy Meets World, played Topanga Lawrence. She was on Girl Meets World, playing, playing Topanga Lawrence Matthews. Uh, you would know her from The Dish, which I loved. That was like the female version of The Soup. Um, and she's also, as much as we know her, know her from her talent, she's also known for her beautiful hair. She's got amazing hair. She's got amazing hair. Please welcome my friend... Danielle Fischel. Yay! Hello, gorgeous. You get the throne, Miss Fischel. Thank you. I've never turned down a throne. I mean, Please. why would you? I know, right? Hi. Hi, everyone. Hello. This is so exciting to have you. Now, Danielle is... Uh, a friend of the podcast. Correct. Um, a Not friend alive. of the show. When, before we started this as a podcast, we went all in reverse. We did a live show for years, which some of you are here and saw the live show way back <laughs> in the day. Um, and Danielle was part of our, one of our biggest live shows that we did at King King and told so some fun. really funny stories. And now we're podcasting and now we're back live. So anyway, this just seemed like a... Like a a I'm very honored to round be your Robin. first live guest oh, this way. Well, Thank exciting. you for having me. We're so excited that you're here. So, um, Danielle, first of all, I want to congratulate you because you are newly engaged. I am. This is Thank so you. exciting. Yay. Wonderful. I'm very excited. I mean, are you planning? Is it planned? What's happening? It is being planned. Yes, we are in the planning stages, which is very fun. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to live in the moment, which is hard for me because I am <laughs> a major planner. Um, so I'm trying to enjoy every second of it and trying to enjoy being engaged and just being happy. And you guys took a trip recently. We did at the you end of last my year. Favorite um, places in the yes, world. We went to Thailand. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. You don't get the Thailand? I, I mean, no offense to the Thais. No offense to the Thais. I love Thai food. I'm just not into the Thai food. <laughs> okay. Thai food's great. Yeah, I'm not into it. It's, you know what the problem with Thai food is? <laughs> I'm staying positive. <laughs> the flavor, like, the, it's overpowering the food. Well, the, here's what I'll say. Go ahead. You know how Taco Bell is one flavor? 
but delicious. It's, you either love it or you don't like it, I but love it's it. all good. It all tastes the same. Thai food's a little bit the same way. It's like there's a Thai flavor, and you either love Thai flavor or you don't like Thai flavor. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I mean, I tried the pad Thai here. And I, it's, yeah. it's different here than it is in Thailand. That's true. It it's was, probably, it's like I, I can't eat Mexican food in Mexico. I need like a Baja Fresh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you know what I mean? I don't like the traditional, it's too much. Okay. Yeah. You know what I love, though, about Thai food in Thailand? The portions are amazing. Like, yes. I, I had heard, we know that in America, our portion sizes are too big, but you don't realize it until you go to another country. Oh, for sure. And they're like, here's your meal. And you're like, this is a few bites. Yeah. But when you're done, you're totally satiated. You love yeah. what you ate, and you walk away feeling so much better. So we actually lost weight in Thailand. And you did. Um, well, and you're sweating. Well, and the diarrhea. Walking. <laughs> no. I'm just saying. It's, I mean, maybe for I you. I can't travel like that. Okay. I get... I, I will I, never invite you then. Okay. <laughs> I mean, listen. I go to the Middle East where there's, like, fireworks every night. Great. And what does that have to do with what we're talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying I can eat that food. Firework food? Yeah. It's oh, like, it's it's like just, like, shish kebab okay. and... Actually, the only, because I I love that food too, the Mm. only bad meal I had in Thailand was when I deviated from the Thai food and went to the Middle Eastern place and then was like, no, this is, they don't know what they're doing. (laughs) Yeah, not not there. All right, so you go on this trip to Thailand. Yeah, so it was a little bit out of our comfort zone. Um, I I love to travel. My fiance does not love to travel, but most of the traveling that he does is for work. So I was convinced that I was going to make him love travel. I was like, you're going to love it with me. It's totally different. It's not work. It'll be fun. And uh, so we talked about where we wanted to go. Do we want to just go like to Hawaii or do we really want to push ourselves? And we decided to push ourselves. And I was all excited about it and I was going to plan it. And um, it was terrible. We oh were, yeah, it was just awful. Uh, we were there for two weeks, and on day seven, I had a full-blown meltdown and cried. <laughs> and I never really missed home as much as I had in those seven days. Um, what, what, what happened? Well, first of all, well, why would you plan a two-week trip? To well, okay, because it the, takes a long time to get there. Seventeen hours. Seventeen hours. Okay. Right. Plus, there's a lot to see. Like, I, if I'm going to go to a country, I want to see as much of it as I can. I don't want to go to different places. Exactly. So we yeah. flew into Bangkok. We spent three, almost three days in Bangkok, which is two and a half days too long in Bangkok. Uh, yeah. Then there's a song <laughs> yeah, about that. There's a yeah, reason. Yeah, one night. Yeah, yeah, one, no, night in one night in Bangkok. Bangkok. Yeah, yeah. Got it. There's a reason for it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so then we flew up north and we were going to spend four or five days in Chiang Mai. Right. Because that's, you know, we wanted to go on, we wanted to. To where? Chiang, Chiang Mai. Mai. That's Ooh. like where the elephant sanctuaries. Yes. Oh. We had researched the elephant sanctuaries. We knew we were absolutely not riding elephants. If the places offered elephant mm-hmm. rides, we weren't going on them. We we did like a lot of research. We're both animal lovers. Great. Wanted to spend some time up there. Uh, and then we wanted to spend some time at the beach. So we went down south to Koh Samui. And we spent about five or six days there. And so we knew several people who had gone to Thailand, and they all loved it. Everyone was like, oh, you're going to love it. It's the greatest trip ever. Like, basically what Christine said. Christine's like, it's the best. You I should have asked time. me. Yeah. <laughs> I should have. I would have known beforehand. <laughs> Um, so we, we got there and the, actually in Bangkok, one of the greatest things is the way their airport is set up. You like walk to this, um, checkout kiosk, basically, like they have at airports and you say how many bags and how many people you are. And it tells you like, okay, you need an extra large cab. And then it prints you out a ticket and it says, go to 55. And there's already the person and the cab in your size waiting for you in 
kiosk 55. They just oh have, which is fantastic. Like that, all right away, I was like, we're going to love this place. It went really <laughs> amazing very quickly. Um, and so we, we get in the cab. Our driver's like, where are you staying? And I, I tell him the name of the hotel. He's never heard of it. I'm like, this is not a good sign. Uh, so I, he's like, let me, you know, let me see it. So I show it to him on the phone. And he's like, yeah, no, I, I have no idea where you're staying. And I'm like, okay. He goes, call. So I'm like, all right. So I call the hotel and I, I hand the phone over to him. And he's, he's sitting in the front seat and we're sitting in the back seat. And he talks to the hotel for five minutes. Oh, God. And I'm like, are they just catching up? What is going on? Like, what is happening? Are they best friends? No idea. But then he just hands me the phone. He goes, okay. Now he knows where we're staying. I'm like, all right, we're fine. So we get, it's like midnight. We get to the hotel. We don't get to see anything, but I'm excited because we're going to be right on like Thailand time. We're going to get a good night's sleep, wake up the next day and, and get going. Nothing like Thailand time, guys. <laughs> Thailand time. <laughs> so uh, we wake up and we go downstairs the next day. And I'm like, I like to walk. I like to get to a country and immediately walk and get Me a feel for it and just go because you can around. just you find all the little things. You get the lay of the land. You kind of know like where your hotel is. Oh, there's a cute bodega there. Exactly. You I'm bring your way. Korean cart. <laughs> right. I for love shopping. This. Where did you buy this? I got it at Target. Oh, all right. <laughs> they just opened a new Target in Koreatown. Congratulations. Thank you. It's walkable. Ooh, <laughs> always good for walkable. Yeah. You can't lose that space. <laughs> Car stays in one spot. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, that's okay. So, so I said we we want to go see the temples, and so we're taking the ferry to get to the temples. How how can we walk to where the ferries are? And she very kindly says, "You'll drive," and then shows me on the thing like the route that we should drive. And I was like, "But well, how far? How far is the walk?" And she goes, "45 minutes." I go, "Oh, that's okay." We're, that's 45 minutes, not a big deal. But she's still looking at me like I'm a crazy person. And, and so she goes, you should drive. And then shows me the same route again. And I go, I, I, th- I think we're just going to walk, though. And she goes, okay. <laughs> I'm like, this is so strange. I've never, I've never met somebody who really didn't want me to walk. Like, that was very odd. Well, what I didn't realize is that our hotel was basically on a highway. It's like if somebody came to California and was trying to figure out how they should walk Sepulveda Boulevard. <laughs> I, and you'd be like, no, no, you'll drive. And they were like, no, no, I really want to walk. And they're like, if you want. That's, I, but I wasn't picking up on that. So we basically froggered our way all oh, nice. this highway running. And then we see a fruit stand. We hadn't eaten anything. We're like, fruit. We hear the fruit here is amazing. So we stopped to get fruit. And we don't know anything about the exchange rate. And so uh, the fruit should have been what the equivalent of like two American dollars is. And she charged us 12 American dollars. And we were thrilled. We were like, great, we'll take it. And she laughed the whole um, yeah, and that was your first day. That was in day Bangkok? one, and we but we got to see all the temples, which okay. you can't see. Like it's just that part of the world is so beautiful yeah. and so unique in that way. And we had a fantastic day seeing all of the temples. Can't um, you just look at a video <laughs> or a picture? I mean, well, HD is so nice now. Like <laughs> if really, you can see if you're there from the comforts of your air conditioned apartment. Exactly. We could. We we don't have a 4K TV, so we have to travel. <laughs> When I was Put it in- on the wedding registry. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in Thailand, I went with a girlfriend of mine, and we actually, uh, we didn't go to Bangkok, but we went down to Phuket. Okay. 
And um, it was, I mean, gorgeous. We we did so many really fun things. And one of the things you do is go to the night markets, right? Yeah. And so there's food and there's all kinds of, you know, stuff to buy. And I'm, we're getting stuff to bring home. And everyone tells you barter, 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 barter. That's the whole thing you're supposed to do. So I'm like, all right, yeah. okay. And we're walking around with beers and getting foot massages. And it's like 10 p.m. And I'm like, this is the greatest place ever. And so we're bartering for a few things and a few things. And I want to bring this back. And my friend Rachel's like, I'll see if he'll throw this in. And the guy was getting so annoyed with me. But I, this was what I thought. Yeah, I thought they wanted us to do this. And finally he goes, Ugh, this, I am not a joking Santa. And I was like, what? Huh? And then I started laughing so hard and realizing what the, like, the, you know, the, the translation was completely lost. But yeah. I got it. This is not a joking Santa is what he said. He's like giving stuff away for free here. Um, oh, I just got yeah, it. I'm like, wait, what? I didn't get it either in the beginning. <laughs> I'm like, joking, Santa. But that always sticks out in my mind. Um, then, but like you mentioned, the night markets. I thought that you had to seek out a night market. Like, yeah. oh, I, I, where can we go find a night market? They're everywhere. You can't avoid a night market. It's basically if you're out at night, you're in a night market. Yeah, totally. Um, and I remember there was like the, I said, because I like the Cartier bracelets. Right. I don't own one, but I like them. <laughs> and so I saw that they had them. I was like, oh, honey, look, they've got the, the you know, rip off Cartier bracelets. And then it's like, would you like to try it on? It's 6,000 baht, which is, you know, $20 right. or something. And I'm like, oh, no, thank you. I'm, I'm not interested in buying it. She's like, okay, 4,000 baht. And I'm like, no, no, it's okay. Thank you. And I keep walking and she's like, 2,000 baht. And I'm like, I turn around. I'm like, no, no, it's really fine. And she goes, 20 baht. I'm like, we just went from 6,000 baht to 20 baht. Now I feel like I need to take it. I mean, in what a bargain. I'm in. I'm in. I didn't know I got to buy it. I didn't. I still said no. <laughs> Maybe that's why they didn't like me there. <laughs> she was like, what else do you want from it me? It was 20. How much is 20 baht? It's like three cents. Why didn't you, <laughs> why didn't you get it? <laughs> I wasn't going to wear, I don't know. I'm not a name brand person, but then so I'm especially not a name brand knockoff person. Like, um, oh, I but you like the bracelet. What, of was course that? I do, but I like it for All right, other I'm going people. to Alvarado Street tomorrow. I'm getting that, <laughs> cover, I'm getting that Cartier bracelet. Um, so I want to ask you a little bit about your fiancé. Yes, my fiancé. He's amazing. So, Jensen Carp. Jensen. Jensen. Yes, Jensen. He's here <laughs> somewhere. And can you, can you tell us what Jensen does? Yes, Jensen is a writer. Um, he is the executive producer and creator of a show called Drop the Mic on Love PBS. that show. It's so much fun. We actually, uh, he had your lovely co-host, my friend also, Jody Sweeten on the yes, show. Yes, we Her talked about it hasn't briefly. aired yet, but oh my gosh, it's so good. And you, you did it too. Yeah. I did, I did it, yeah. So exciting. It was when, so much when fun. When did you, do, it's already aired yours? Yes, mine aired in uh, January. Who are you against? Jonathan Lipnicki, who was... That's amazing. <laughs> Just visualize that for a second. It was so great. I love it. Okay, well, so, I mean, no offense, Jensen, but you're sort of a shoe-in to win. Why? Oh, because he's because he's the producer, right? I didn't even think of that. Yeah, no. I uh, uh, I was like, uh, why? I mean, that's, what, that's where mine went. Yeah. Uh, is it rigged? No. And that's actually one of the things that I always tell people, and people do ask. It's funny because I don't know if I would have thought or made the assumption that it is rigged, but it is not rigged. Yeah. Here's the thing about Danielle. She's such a nice person, and like she's very. I mean, and I mean that. Thank you. She's not like me. 
<laughs> um, and so you probably didn't. You were like, I'm going to fight for the right oh, to party. Well, yeah. I thought, because I, I, I had done, a, a, not a rap battle, but I had done a Say What Karaoke back in the 90s. Oh, uh, yes. And I did a Busta Rhymes song. I've been a hip-hop fan since I was little. And so uh, it felt, I mean, to be honest, I was like super cocky going into it. I was like, who are they going to pair me with that's going to be better than me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so at first, I wasn't nervous at all. I just thought, yeah, of course I'm going to win this. Uh, and then Jonathan and I rehearsed. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he's really good. And he's super into hip-hop, and he knows what he's doing. Um, and he came to play. He was... Uh, That's he awesome. Was, uh, he's such a nice guy, and he's a good friend. And he was very gentlemanly, but he was, he was, there, to, he was there to try to win it. And so I had, to st- I had to step my game up. I got nervous then at that point. And by that point, we had, like, five minutes. Is there, like, choreography involved and all that? Or is it There's just, not like... really... No, not choreography. Okay. I mean, it's, it, they want you to be yourself, and they want you to have a good time. Like, um, what are you wearing? I wore... Put me put me there. Okay, I wore a version, kind of, I, I thought of it as being like a little bit of like um, a grease outfit. I uh-huh. wore skinny jeans, yeah. had a cuff, Alike. and red suede heels. Go ahead. A white t-shirt. Hit it. And a fitted black leather jacket that had white stitched stars on it. Ooh. Oh, oh, mm. oh, oh. oh. Little, mm-hmm. Top knot? Um, no, my hair was down See, and very straight. You would have worn a top knot? I think you should have done a top knot. Oh, man. You know what? I was wearing a top knot with when we gazelles. got engaged. With some gazelles. <laughs> I was wearing a top knot when we got engaged. You and were? a Genghis Cohen shirt, which is not ideal. Oh, oh. okay. We oh, got my God, top Genghis one. Cohen? Yeah. I used to go there all the time. It's great. The coconut shrimp. Yeah, fantastic. Delicious. Yeah, great. I had never worn the shirt. The shirt doesn't fit very well, but I love it. Uh, I had never worn it. I didn't and even know they had merch. Well, it's new. It's new, and now it's sold out. So okay. you can borrow mine. Great. Wait. I want to talk. I want to talk about this engagement. Okay, yeah. yeah. What did he do? So this is like because you say that this is like the worst engagement ever, but because of you. Because of me, I ruined okay. it. It was a brilliant proposal that I had to ruin in multiple different ways. <laughs> Wait, I'm and me. let's go back. How did you guys meet, by the way? Okay. Well, we went to high school together. In yes. 19, okay. So we met in 1995, um, and we were acquaintances. I wouldn't say that we were friends in high school, but we were friendly. We knew each other's names. Same year. Two years apart. He was two years older than me. Um, and so, I, and I wasn't there full time. Right. I went just on hiatus weeks from the show, then I would pop back in. Um, but so we were acquaintances and we would say hi when we saw each other and that was about it. And then we kept in touch over the years. We had each other's number, then we followed each other on Twitter. And then, you know, when you're promoting different stuff, you go into radio shows. And so I'd go into a radio show and say, I went to Calabasas High School and they'd say, oh, we just had somebody in here from Calabasas. And I'd say, who? And they'd say, Jensen. And so we would then text, like we're apparently on the same rounds and, um, yeah, I did his podcast then years ago. So we oh, just kind of competing kept... podcast. Yes, Jennifer. that's correct. <laughs> uh, well, just so you know, we are in the top 16 ooh, of uh, BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. Wow. Yeah. Along with Goop. <laughs> you do yeah. some pretty big podcasts, actually. I don't know how. Goop, bitch, Goop. <laughs> I don't know who you slept with to get us on that BuzzFeed goop. podcast list, but anyway. Where did you post that podcast? Where did you post that list? It's a uh, BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. Oh, you didn't repost it. We posted. Well, we posted. It. Okay, I mean, I, I, I didn't know what it means. I, listen, I don't know what it means. <laughs> All you know is that Goop was there, and you were proud. Goop. Yeah, Goop. I know. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, back okay. to you. So, um, I if somebody had said a couple of things, what's the one thing that's like really important to you when it comes to getting engaged to Jensen? I would have said I just like to be surprised because I. And I've never been surprised because I'm 
like a little bit of a sleuth. I don't want to be a sleuth. I'm not a snooper, but I am just, I pay attention to everything. And the minute something's a little bit off, I'm like, I wonder why, that th- why that's off. And then my brain just goes a mile a minute and I come up with a whole story. It's yeah. terrifying. Um, it's very hard to surprise a type A planner. Yes, exactly. I, I know that well. So I would have, so several people thought it was going to happen when we were in Thailand. Like, oh, he's definitely going to propose in Thailand. Uh-huh. I knew for a fact it wasn't going to happen in Thailand because the idea of Jensen feeling comfortable hiding a ring from me, traveling internationally when he's already like, I don't like to travel. I thought this isn't the, he's not going to bring a ring all that way. It's not going to happen. Um, which is good that I knew that because otherwise every day I could have been like, is today the day? No. Is today the day? No. Like I would have done that for two weeks. Well, how but long have you, at this point when you're starting to think about engagements, yeah. how, how long have you been dating? Um, we have been together. We're just shy of a year right now, but oh. which doesn't sound like a terribly long time, but right. the first three to six months of dating somebody that you haven't known since 95 is just figuring out if this person's a murderer or not. Sure. We got to pass all of that. Like, I knew for yeah. sure he wasn't Ask a murderer. Ask Nicole Tom. She's here. <laughs> I mean, her dating experiences. Ooh. Yeah. We, so we got to skip all of that. It was like we already had so much shared history and commonality that it was... We, we have been very... You know, That's nice. It's yeah. very nice. And it's high school, so it's like familiar. You know, there's like the familiarity and the yeah, like came you know, from the same area, same people. Yeah, same peeps. The peeps, <laughs> the same. Same peeps. Slightly different peeps. Different, you know, age groups of peeps, but um, same circle. I would say. Yeah, so that helped. So it's not like I'm feeling like, oh, no, that's never going to happen. We had already discussed the fact that that's where we were. We were moving toward getting engaged, yeah. and, and that's what we wanted. Um, but so I. I, if somebody then had said, I don't know why people would be asking me so many questions, but if they had said, what would you like? I would have said being surprised. If somebody were to say, uh, where do you think he will propose? The last place I would have said would have been at his work on a tape day when he's the busiest human being he could possibly be. Right. And so I was not expecting anything. He could have gotten away with so much stuff and it would never have triggered in my mind. It's because he's about ready to propose. But Jerry Springer was battling Ricky Lake. Oh, my God. I mean... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just wet my pants. I just wet my pants. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, do you know that I went to a... taping this show, Wait, people. Do you know that I went to a live taping of Ricky Lake? How am I not surprised? Wow. I love Ricky you Lake. Love Ricky and Lake. do you know that I have Jerry Springer on my DVR? On a daily. Wow. And I love Steve, too. Steve, you know, yeah. Steve is the bodyguard that has his own show, too. Yeah. But you haven't started watching his show the yet. The amount of time you have in a day is <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, do you know that I yell back at Judge Judy? <laughs> Every time I call him, he's like, Why, Why are, you are you calling, calling me during, during Wendy Williams? During The View. During, during The Talk. Locked up, love after lockup. I during... love love after lockup. Marsha Clark investigates. You name it. You name it, he's watching it. Real right. Housewives Atlanta, New York. I need to talk to you about New York. Anyway. We will, go ahead. Oh go ahead. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so, Sorry. We're, listen, this is like Kelly and Ryan, but ghetto. <laughs> okay? I feel right at home. So. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> So, so it's a tape day. So it's a tape day. Jerry Ricky Springer Lake. battling Ricky Lake. Got which it. The reason that's important is because we had told, we tell friends and family, whoever's battling, to see if they want to come to the tapings. And if you guys want to come to a taping, you can come to a taping as well. Um, so our moms both really wanted to go to that show. Both had separately been like, oh, we definitely want to be there. So in Jensen's mind, he was like, perfect. This is already a good base because our moms will be there. And if he were to try to plan like a dinner or anything else where family and friends were yeah. involved, I would instantly be like, oh, proposal's coming. Yeah. So 
he was very smart because I had no idea. But then as the weeks got closer to the battle happening, more and more friends were coming. And it was like, oh, you know, by the way, uh, Sabrina's going to be there. And I was like, what? That's great. That's great. I'm so we've been trying to get my friend Sabrina there for a long time, Sabrina Carpenter. And I was like, that's cool. She's going to be there. And then, you know, Jack's coming and, and Nano's coming. I'm like, wow, everybody really wants to see this Jerry Springer-Ricky Lake battle. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I would have been excited. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that I wasn't shocked. It yeah. was just like, wow. It's a, and that's the day that works for everybody. It's, you know, a Tuesday. Um, so... <laughs> I wake up on Tuesday. this it's a Tuesday. Nobody has any plans. Uh, She's so nice. <laughs> I wake up and it's pouring rain, and I think in my head, nobody's coming. Oh, nobody's yeah. coming. Not in LA. This is a yeah. This is a regional comment. But if it rains, no one's leaving the house. No one's right. battling traffic. Right. Everyone's like, sorry, right. it's your birthday or your kid was born, but it's it's raining. Yeah. So obviously, right. I'm not going anywhere. Totally. I wouldn't have been going anywhere if it weren't for the fact that it was Jensen's show. I'm like, well, no, absolutely nobody's coming. And I am playing the hostess on this day because Jensen's too busy to be dealing with people texting like, where do I park and how do I get there? Apparently that's what our friends sound like, where do I park? Um, (laughs) And so I had sent an email to everybody saying like, text me when you arrive, I'll make sure you have your you know, badges, and then I'll take you to the VIP area. And So you're like the audience person. Yes, exactly. You've become I, the audience coordinator. I am the audience totally. coordinator for friends and family. Oh, my God. Are you wearing a headset? I'm, sometimes <laughs> I do, but, um, yeah. No, I, <laughs> so I should. I should have my own headset. Yeah, right. Jensen, People jokingly call me the mascot because uh, I'm uh, always there, and <laughs> I seem to have answers for things, even though I really shouldn't. Um, yeah. So... I make, I'm also thinking, I'm going to be standing outside in the rain all day because no one's going to be on time. There's right. bad traffic. Everyone's on time. Everyone, no one needed my help. I was just like, this is a beautiful day. Also, <laughs> I had Such just nice the week before had an audition for something, and I don't, I'm not good at auditions, as you may have heard. And uh, <laughs> it was a killer audition. It was so good, and it was for a project that I really, really, really wanted. And I hadn't been that excited about a project in a long time. And that morning, the morning of our engagement, I got the news like, nope, not you, not going forward. And I was so bummed. I was like, ugh. And then I just was like, yeah, I'm going to see my mom today. I'm going to see my friends. I was like trying to have this positive attitude. And then when everyone was on time and everyone's showing up, I kept like racking up those little blessings. Like, see, what a beautiful day. If everything comes together, who cares that I just found out I wasn't going to get to do the show that I really wanted to do? You need to coach me. <laughs> I'm, yes. really? What's these blessings? Like what? <laughs> well, have you, okay, like one time I was in London okay. and I had called, there was, again, it was pouring rain. It was New Year's Eve. It was nearly impossible to get a cab or an Uber. And I was trying and it was like saying 45 minutes and I was going to be late. And I just decided I'm just going to walk outside and like just manifest what it is that I need. And I did. I walked outside and in, out of nowhere, a black cab pulled up and then turned off, it, turned off the engine and was just sitting there. And I thought, obviously this person's waiting for someone else. It's not just going to be lucky or he's not working anymore and he lives here so I just kind of like walked up to the window and I said hi are you working and he goes yeah I was just gonna eat my sandwich but if you don't mind me eating while I drive I can I can take you I was like what yes this is perfect like uh, that to me is just like that's see, she puts it out and it comes back the universe is when you're in sync with the universe the universe is in sync with you yeah you need to start manifesting parking spaces my friend (laughs) exactly I I got one I just can't leave it It's right in front of my building. You'll, or buy a lawn chair so you can park. You can well, leave your and that's what and they do, Danielle. They leave lawn chairs outside. Well, so on Thursdays and Fridays, street cleaning. Okay. <laughs> they have two days of street cleaning. Right, one on one, each one side. side. Got it. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. So from twelve to two, you will see people. I don't know what they're doing during the day. 
they will bring out lawn chairs and stools. And they will sit in front of this on the street and hold their spots. So they wait. Hold on. They hoard. They hoard the parking. I'm not. I'm going to take a picture of it on Thursday and I'm going to post it. I'm not even exaggerating. Wait, they use their bodies in the chairs to hold. Oh yeah, yeah. I almost hit a pregnant woman because I was like, I'm parking here. (laughs) It was not. It's not a friendly neighbor. I love K Town. Are you going to end up on World Star? Uh, What's that? (laughs) <laughs> You're going to end up in a fight. Uh, no, I don't fight. Oh, okay. I don't fight. Only with people at Starbucks. Yeah. Only with but soccer jets at Starbucks. fight. I said I'm sorry. <laughs> Jensen and I have been laughing because we recently saw somebody in their car alone being so angry at somebody that turned out in front of them. They were literally like, oh my God, just full scale screaming. And then just like went around the car and then just, That's like, her. just like driving around. That is her. That is so not true. You are the worst driver ever. I am ever. not. Yeah, you are. She. I will be on the phone with her, and she is screaming at everyone. Everyone. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, at everyone. I do not scream at everyone. Only the stupid people. Listen. Oh my god. She. Go. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. What were you saying? All right. Back to back to the back to the the engagement. uh, Okay, we're back. Okay. Sorry. I I go off on tangents because. I, I want to be blessed. I want to bless. I, we will I want, discuss I it later. We will discuss okay, it. Manifest blessings. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep saying those two words. Yeah. Um, Say it, forget it, write it, regret it. Go. So That was off of Housewives. I know. Oh, okay. I'm like, that's a quote. That's a, that's a quote off the Housewives. I know. All right. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I don't think Go I, ahead. Watch t- I, don't right. think I watch ahead. enough TV for you guys. Um, so I was watching one of the battles with my family and our friends, and then I went down to watch the Ricky Lake battle with Jensen and his okay. little producer cubby. And um, they had done it twice, and so I knew that all they were going to do was pickups and then move on. So I decided now's a great opportunity for me to go back to see our friends and family and tell them that we were going to go eat after this if anybody wanted to join us. And we have a group of 10 people with us. And so I say to the CBS executive, our friend Nick, I go, uh, when Jensen comes back, because he's giving notes to Jerry Springer and Ricky Lake, when Jensen comes back, just let him know that I went back to our friends. And he's like, oh, okay. I was like all right, (laughs) you okay, Nick? (laughs) So I leave and I go back up and I say that our friends are standing in groups of two or three and I go up to them and I'm like, hey, we're going to go eat after this if you want to come with us. They're like, yeah, we're in. I'm like, all right, cool. Go to the next group. We're going to go eat after this if you want to come. They're like, yeah, that sounds wonderful. And I'm literally thinking, does nobody have any plans? What? This is insane. (laughs) Everyone is just so in. And I was expecting everyone to be like, no, no, we got to get going. We've already been here for two hours. But no, everyone's in. I'm like, wow, now I need to make a reservation because there's, you know, 12 of us going to eat. I thought it was going to be two of us. So I start calling the restaurant to make a reservation. And I get a text from Jensen. It's like, hey, can you hurry up and come back to me real quick? I have something. It's it's kind of an emergency. And I'm like, sure. So I run, sprint down the street. See, that's why he needs to give you a headset. Right? Because instead, I like, what if you didn't this. have your phone? No, you're right. Yeah, no, okay, totally right. right. I appreciate this. I'm going to work for get a headset. Her a headset. <laughs> um, so I get back to him and he goes, hey, um, so across the, the little parking lot street is the production office. In my office, there is a rap battle. Um, and will you proofread it like you always do? Because I proofread the raps just to make sure that they are grammatically correct. Um, and You're such so, a Topanga. <laughs> I mean, it's so Topanga. It's like freaking me out. I'm like, I just thought the same thing. I'm like going, oh my God, it's Topanga. She's we, such a nerd. Shorter hair, but it's Topanga. the same person. We are the same person. Um, 
So I, in my mind, this is important. He has to send this off to somebody else. So I now run across the little parking lot street to get to the production office. And he's following behind me, but I don't know this. And he had rigged his office with hidden cameras. And so there was a camera hidden in the vent. There was a camera hidden in the bookshelf. There was a camera hidden in, like, something over to the right of me. This show has a budget. They do. It does. It's such a good show. Yeah. Um, so I I walk into the office and there's a candle lit on the desk and I literally say, Ugh, fire hazard. <laughs> oh my god! I was concerned. I was like, he has not been in this office for hours. <laughs> is lit. So I walk in, I'm like, oh, fire hazard, and I blow out the candle. (laughs) (laughs) And so I sit down at the desk, and I get a pen to be able to, you know, make any marks that I need to to proofread it, and I'm sitting there for for kind of a little bit. Now, he can hear me outside the door, like, rapping, (laughs) rapping along. And the way he had done it was the first two verses were a legitimate rap, and then the third verse was his proposal rap to me. And the last line was, you know, will you be my wife? And he was going to walk in when I got to that with the ring and and the candle and and the candle lid and the cameras and everything. Actually, he didn't even light the candle. It was his, the PA, a very wonderful guy named Ryan, who also set up all the cameras. He decided to light the candle. Jensen's like, I would have probably thought that that would throw you off the candles. (laughs) He knows me very well. Um, And so I start proofreading it. And then I realize he was in a hurry for this. There's a more efficient way for me to do this. I can do this on the walk. I can do this on the walk back to Jensen in the stage. I don't need to be in this tiny little office for no reason. What do I need to be here for? Very efficient of you. I am. I am nothing if not efficient. That's right. So I pick up the piece of paper and the pen and I walk out into the hallway. And now at this point, Jensen's like in the hallway waiting to come into the room. So he sees me walk out and I, he asked the way that, you know, if you ever had a door handle that if you don't turn the knob and then pull it closed and then release it, the door just like kind of pops open. Right. So I had to do that. So as I was turning back toward the door, as my eyes like graze someone that was wearing a vaguely similar outfit to what Jensen had on, but I didn't see for sure that it was Jensen. And as I closed the door, then I'm like, is that Jensen? And I look up and no one's now in the hallway. It's like, I'm like, So I walk slowly down the hallway and I'm like, there's a door, there's a hallway, there's a kitchen, a production office kitchen over here on the left. So I like peek into the kitchen and sure enough, he's like standing super weird and creepy (laughs) against the refrigerator. (laughs) And I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) Still no idea. I still have no clue. I just thought... They were done with the battle. He was in the office, but like, why at this? Is he hiding? Is he trying to sneak food? Like, I don't. Yeah. Why, what are you doing? I don't. Is something nefarious going on? I don't know. So I go, "What are you doing?" And he goes, "Did you read the battle?" I go, "Well, I, I'm trying. I was doing it on the walk." He goes, "Did you get to the third verse?" I go, "I'm still on the first verse." Like, like an idiot. So he like walks directly over to me and turn, flips the page, and he's like, "Read the third verse." And at that, then obviously at that moment, I'm like, "Oh." I think I've ruined something. (laughs) So we're standing. Our very romantic proposal took place in the awkward archway of a production office kitchen. Uh, Like with Crafty? Yeah, like a Crafty. Will they be doing your wedding? Yes, they will. Surrounded by Cheetos. Yes, Uh, yes, Cheetos, Doritos. My Uh favorite food. So it works for me. (laughs) 
Yeah. That's very sweet. So anyway, sweet. he did the, he like proposed there, but also like I was very excited and I was crying and gave him a hug. And then I was like, I let me walk you. I wanted, I said the candle was lit and I said fire hazard. And, and then he tells me like, there's, oh, there's cameras in there. And I was like, oh my gosh. So we went back in there. And yeah. Do we have on tape you saying fire hazard? Uh, yeah, you don't hear me saying fire. It's the back of my head. Oh, okay. the, the view that we I'm watched like, is the I one from the so vent. Funny. I walk out and just go. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh you have God. to play that at like your rehearsal dinner yeah, or something. Exactly. Like that has to be the end button on like the slideshow of like cute pictures of the two of you. <laughs> But I was so I was so totally surprised. I mean, so that's great. totally surprised. And then even after you know we had hugged and he had put the ring on my finger and all that, I was like, oh, does everyone know? Like I still didn't realize that like everyone was there also because of that. I didn't put it together at all. That's amazing. Yeah, it was very it's very exciting. That's very cute. Was your engagement like that? <laughs> my engagement. I was very surprised actually, um, and I this is so dumb because. My husband and I went to uh, France um, to the Marseille Film Fest. I had a web series called Love and Lakin that I did. It's on YouTube if you want to see it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right, enough. Go ahead. Um, but uh, anyway, um, it, and so we got into a film festival. I was invited to go. Uh, he came with me, and then we spent two days in Paris afterwards, which was amazing. So nice. And it was, I think, and so I honestly, I didn't have it in my mind at all. And that's like the one thing I think most people, oh, we're going to Paris. He's obviously yeah. going to be proposing to me. We, I had on sweats. We went, we rode bikes. We went to a park. Like, Aww. I wasn't thinking about it. I went to go throw something away in the trash. I turned around <laughs> and he was like on two knees. And- <laughs> <laughs> he was praying. Again, I, w- I just, my mind was like, oh, that's cute. Like, he's six Six feet, six one. I'm five one. So obviously, I was like, "Oh, he's being cute." Like I just came back over. I thought he was like, going to give me a hug. So it didn't even dawn on me until all of a sudden he was like, ha, 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 ha. and I was like, "Oh my god, this is happening! This is happening!" Um, uh, so yeah, no, it was very cute. It's it nice was, to be surprised. Very nice. You know how my father proposed to my mother? No. Okay. I'm gonna have a party here. I need to make an appointment with you, mommy. No, get ready. <laughs> So in the village, so my, my, my father lived in a small village called Mizra Shevkia, and in Ramallah was where my mother lived, okay? This is in Palestine, right? This is in Palestine. So my father heard that there were some girls available. <laughs> All right. I'm not kidding. Some girls available at Dar, which in Arabic means house, house of Qasim, Dar Qasim. That's my mother's maiden name. Okay. So he knocks on my grandfather's door, and he says, you know, he makes an appointment, right, to come see the girls. My mother serves my dad tea. She leaves. He looks at my uh, grandfather, and he says, I want that one. So romantic. Later that evening, it's very romantic. Later that evening, my grandfather asked my mom, what do you think of Afif? My dad's name is Afif. My mother's name is Afaf. Wow. It's Afif and Afaf. <laughs> Meant to be. That's right. You, I'm serious. <laughs> we believe he you. Goes to, he goes, my grandfather goes to my mother. What did you think of Afif? He was nice. Okay, you want to marry him? She goes, okay. <laughs> and how long have they been together? Uh, I'm 45, so 46 years. Wow. wow. 46 years. Amazing. That, my friends, is how you do it. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Um, we have some questions that oh, yeah. people yes. wrote in. Okay. Uh, that we wanted to ask you. Okay, sure. 
some lovely people. I think maybe a couple are here tonight even. Um, but people wrote in from all over. Look at this. Staples, people. Wow. <laughs> this is what he was doing along with making my onesies. He was making us cards so we look official. That like we so know what cute. we're actually doing. Like we're on a talk show. Yeah. It's called branding. <laughs> I learned that from my brother. <laughs> Your brother is uh, the king. His one-year-old son is a millionaire. <laughs> Well, he's a producer, so... Yeah, an EP. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, here's a good one. <laughs> Christine and Allah. Which he spells, by the way, I know you're in the audience, and God bless you, okay? But Allah, the way you spelt it is God. Right. And I understand why you would say that, <laughs> but it's A-L-A-A. This was a good opportunity to school the kind person yes. who wrote in a question yeah. about how yeah. to spell your name. Yeah. Listen, person, if you ever write in again, spell my no, it's name just, right. I, I, don't want, I don't want God to think I'm trying to steal his name. Uh, believe me, I'm sure he knows. <laughs> yeah, okay. First and foremost, you guys have an amazing podcast. Why, thank you. True. Your stories and interviews with guests are very entertaining, and they make my commute to work much better. That's all we're trying to so do. Sweet. As soon as we found out that you were both having a live podcast, we knew we had to buy some tickets and make the 70-mile drive to see it. Where did wow. you come from? Riverside. I met them earlier. Oh, my God. Riverside. Thank wow. you, and God yes. bless you. Thank you for yes. coming. We have free wine and beer. <laughs> yes. For all of your travel needs. Um, Okay, my question for Danielle and Christine is as follows. Obviously, you both were teenagers while you were filming your respective shows, Boy Meets World and Step by Step. Can you give us a few instances of teenage mischief while on the sets and back lots? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mischief. Did you guys, let me ask you this. This might spark something. Did you guys all have one school trailer or did you have multi, Did you have separate teachers? No, well, we had one school trailer, but we had multiple school rooms within that trailer. And yep. you, it was usually like one teacher was on one side and the other teacher was on the other side. So we could hear everything that was going on in both rooms. Um, but we, we didn't, we all had our own kind of individual teacher. We were all a grade apart too. So we, it, we couldn't oh. really like do it necessarily all together. See for us, cause there were, you know, there were six kids. I, we probably, they had a different budget, I guess. Cause we were all in one. Oh. <laughs> it was oh. one long trailer with three rooms and we were two and two and two. Mm. So Stacy and Angela were together. They were in the same grade. Right. Um, Brent, um, Christopher Castile and Josh Byrne were together. They were kind of younger. And then it was like me and Brandon Call. And I was like, right. he was basically trying to read like Playboy behind, you know, his math book. And I mean, it was so inappropriate. He was like, he like reciting Andrew Dice Clay jokes all day. He was, he would run into the other boys' room when our, our tutor would go get a cup of coffee and he would just be like, Charlie Horses! And like, just, you know... Just beating up on them, okay. and I was like, ha ha, I'm in the middle. I, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. And I went to a school public <laughs> with 4,000 students. Yeah. My graduating class was 875. Wow. Wow, that's big. Mm-hmm. Like, almost as big as your cousins. <laughs> your family, your extended family. I understood okay, right. what you said. <laughs> that's what I was... Um, but yeah, we would play pranks on each other all the time. I mean, we were, oh yeah, we were constantly like, we'd, we had like an old Nintendo. We would play Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yeah. Um, we it's would run around. Yeah, it was fun. We played a lot of basketball. I mean, I was kind of like, you know, I would hang out with Brandon and like the boys when I was younger. And then I kind of became like 15, 16. And then I started hanging out more with yeah. Angela and Stacy. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. But we went, we actually, do you remember the people we used to work out with? Uh, yeah. Like, so when, when you, you work out, 
Well, when you are on a set as a kid, oh, you have to have, have a PE requirement you have to fulfill. And obviously your on-set tutor isn't going to be like, okay, guys, now's the portion where we go out and play basketball. So there are sometimes these, there were these two people, they were married, and they started a business. We think. And we think. <laughs> Wait, what? We don't know. Oh, were they not married? We're not sure. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. Worst ever investigator. <laughs> <laughs> but they would show up to set and they would do whatever you wanted. So if you wanted to rollerblade around the lot, they would do that with you. If you wanted to do step aerobics, they would find a room and she would lead you through a class. And so I had all these weird experiences. I, I, lo- I love that you worked with Suzanne. You didn't do the Suzanne Summers thing? Oh, but, no. But, but, you contractually, know how many 13-year-old we all... boys are asking to do step aerobics. Yeah. Uh, okay. We were contractually all obligated to just thy master whenever okay. she was around. Um, but no, but I have all these like weird memories of being like with Vicky in like going to Billy Blanks and it was like me and you know um, Melissa Joan Hart and like, yeah. <laughs> we were just like you know doing one of these after, and, just, and like kicking and like it was just yeah. bizarre well we were on the stage we moved around a lot like the first two years we taped at Disney Channel Studios or Disney Studios then we moved to uh, CBS Radford then we moved to another place for the next two years and then the seventh season we were back at Disney Channel Oh, so we moved around a lot but for those first two years season one and two we were right next to the home improvement stage so we Angel and Vicky our trainers also trained you know Jonathan and Zach and and uh, Taryn so we we all worked out together which usually just meant that we all played football like they had they built a cage eventually they built <laughs> Disney was like for cage fighting <laughs> <laughs> they uh, literally they were like well we can't just have you guys running around the lot willy nilly throwing a football so they, they they built like a it was supposed to be a basketball court but really just like a giant cage and they were like go play in that cage for 30 minutes <laughs> So when they let us off the stage, we would go play in the cage, and, Great. and that was our that was our physical activity. That's that was, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, uh. we did. We also we had a we decided to have a class pet, and so we had Madagascan hissing cockroaches. What? Yeah. Wait, you had the what? You know, the hissing cockroaches from Madagascar. They're huge. They're oh yeah yeah I know. I've whose seen them idea up. was that? I think our teacher Wesley. Uh, I think because we had, I don't know how it came up. Like whether or not there was we 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 just were like we should have a class pet. You know, regular schools have. Don't sure. they eat those on like Survivor? Or I something? think so. Well, like they live the... forever. But yeah. one of the tricks that we played on our teacher was that we pretended because they you know they're cockroaches and right. we we one of the reasons why we wanted them there is that when we weren't working for those three months they would survive without us needing to be there <laughs> but we we would come we'd come back after the season and pretend that they had escaped and so that he so that oh he would think God. that these madagascan hissing cockroaches were you know mating and had now roaming around the stage willy-nilly um that was probably like the only real prank we played although That's the boys funny. probably played pranks on each other and i just wasn't aware of it yeah it, it's it's so fun though. I mean, I, I had such a blast. It was like you know the backstage stuff was sometimes even more fun than the actual work. Absolutely. Um, that's always. I mean, that's how I. I think that's why I got into doing so much theater because I would just I just want to hang out backstage. Yeah. That was yeah. like. I don't think I realized it was a job until I was like eighteen. I oh just yeah. Felt like this is. So I get to go have fun every day. I really don't think I thought about it as work well, until the food, 18. The crack is <laughs> well, delicious. depends on how much what a but you know, yes, when you're on a primetime ABC show, correct. The craft service is incredible. Delicious. And then when you're on cable, sometimes you're like, <laughs> what is this? What is this? <laughs> the um, best is commercials. Oh. 
Commercial crafty is the best. Commercial crafty is unlike. They have like steak and lobster. It's crazy. No, it's nuts. It's like catered from some of the nicest restaurants. They they don't care about the actors, but they're feeding you. But they want to impress the clients. Yes. Okay. So you know you have like. I got to start doing more commercials. Oh, commercials are the way to go. Okay. Easiest job. Okay. So glad you're giving Danielle career advice. No, I'm open. I'm open to it. What else? Just for the crafty. Tell me. I'm telling you right now. You work two days, you eat well, and you get paid through the year. You just keep getting paid for doing nothing. These are great points. This I'm is sold. a job that you need to get. You, by the way, let's are talk. Are you hiring? Oh, I'm going to say to you right now. Okay. You need a hair campaign. Yeah, Ooh. we need to get you a hair campaign. Oh, sure. Danielle, your yes. hair is iconic. <laughs> iconic. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, you. What do you do? What do I do? Well, let's see. Um, I wash it once a week. I don't like to wash my hair very often. I don't okay. wash it. I don't wash it. It's not good for your hair. It's not good for you. It's not. It's, it's really not. not good for your hair. It's not. What if your hair gets greasy, though? You have and to then wash it, get, it. That's good for the hair. Well, no. I mean, I, by day five, I'm wearing a hat okay. or doing a top knot or right. like finding a clever way of going about hiding right. my hair. Um, but I've had the same hairdresser since I was a little girl, since I was on Boy Meets World. My hairdresser has been this Lori Heaps. She's amazing. Um, and so she, she do does, your hair for the wedding? She Yes. She's going to do my hair for the wedding, assuming she's not like busy that day. But yes, I've, I've, talked, about, I've talked about it with her. We'll see, we'll see what the date is. You got to um, book her. I know. Well, I need to. I need to pick a date. I need to. Who do you think you are? You're just like, oh, I'm going to have a marriage. You should come and do my hair. You got to book the girl. Uh, Correct. I do. She's also invited as a friend. But first, I need to pick the date. So I'm saying, yes, she's going to do my hair. But I have not spoken to her about a date. What if she's not free? Get on that. We're going to podcast. All right. right. When I leave here, we are going to talk about how you can manifest blessings, and you're going to manifest a wedding date for me. Okay. Okay. So, but then the other thing that I that I'll say that I started doing last year, which was the biggest gift for myself that I've ever done, is I started saying, "I'm going to start going to Dry Bar." I had never oh. had, other than when I would get my hair cut and colored from Lori, I had never gone somewhere to have my hair done. I had been blow drying it myself from the time I was little, and I swear that's why my right bicep is so much bigger than my left bicep. <laughs> like just having that round brush up above your head for the hour—it's just you, such a process. You need I to, love you the Dry need Bar. You need to go with Danielle. <sighs> To the dry bar? To wherever she goes. Okay. <laughs> what are you trying What's wrong to say? with my hair? No, no, I, I'm going to be honest. Your hair is very unpredictable. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's it, a hair expert. I, 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 I notice the hair, and it starts out nice. <laughs> okay. And then, like, uh, look, look, I mean... It's in, a, it's in a, okay, listen, we're growing it out, so I'm, it's right. like... Don't let him I, shame I mean, you into the your weird hair stage. Looks great. All, right. All right, I'm just saying... If you would, uh-huh. maybe You're the do a worst. girl. No, no, I'm just saying, maybe do a girl's thing. Okay. Take her, take her to your person. Okay, I'm yeah. right here. I, no, I know. I'm helping you okay. out here. You might work more. Oh, rude. Anyways, take her to your person. Uh huh. You are not allowed to wash your hair this week. Okay, great. Okay. I barely washed it anyway. Right. Thank goodness I don't you have threw time. her that sprinkle. Okay. Otherwise, yeah. I mean, I gave here. her a sprinkle from hell. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, next part of the question. Ala, what is your oh. favorite role that you have ever played in your acting career? Okay, so, oh, okay, so, well, the Streisand tour was the best because. Oh my gosh, that's the crafty story. It's, I mean, I mean, the story is insane, it's but insane. it was, it was my bad. And then I also did a show with um, Aaron Lore. And Chad Allen, uh, called Corpus Christi. Yes. 
which this was is a, a live live show, and we did it, and it was the L.A. premiere of Corpus Christi. It had premiered in New York, and it was like protesters. I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy, and that that was fun. That was a lot of fun. But my favorite jobs, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you, are commercials. Yeah. <laughs> well, here you get clearly. paid throughout the year. You work two days. Great work, craft service, and, and the great craft, and then the money just. And that's when I was doing commercials when commercials were paying like. A lot of money. Right. You used to be able to make like $100,000 in one commercial. Commercials are crazy. Yeah. You've got to get those national Long since all those days gone, my Mm -hmm, friend. mm -hmm. Um, Christine, any chance to get an interview in the future with Sasha Mitchell? Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. Mm. Drink to that. Possibly. Um, I saw him a couple years ago. We had like a little impromptu reunion with some of the crew. So Maybe. Yeah, that's a possibility. Not a bad idea. Uh, George and Katie, thank you so much, George and Katie, for those questions. And thank you for coming out all this way miles. to the show. Um, okay, we have another one here from Jasmine. Okay, hello. Uh, Jasmine says, hello, Danielle. I have two questions. Did you ever think your hair would become such an inspiration and icon to others? Oh. Hello. hello. <laughs> uh, Second, did you enjoy all of the scenes on Girl Meets World with Augie, Ava, and Copper? By the way, you're absolutely beautiful. Oh, thank you. Um, I'll answer the second part first. I, those are some of my favorite scenes, the scenes I got to do with uh, Augie and Ava and, and Cooper, who played Oh, sorry, Doi. she wrote Copper. <laughs> That's all right. I no. thought it was Cooper, but I was like, well, it says Copper. Uh, they were incredible, and I, I love working with kids. I didn't know that I loved working with kids because the last time I had been really on a show, I was the kid. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it was fun working with us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, um, I think we were probably terrors without realizing it but these kids were great and uh, I got to direct several episodes which was also really fun and it was great to work with them in that capacity and kind of figure out um, you know when you're working with a six-year-old they want to have a good time similarly to how I didn't realize it was a job until I was 18 a six-year-old you don't want them to feel like a job but you also need them to be professional and to focus and sometimes that's hard so I, I started this little thing like where I would tell them like we have to put on our professional hats now. And I'd make like a big thing of like putting on the professional hat. And then as long as they had the professional hat on, they had wait, to be wait, professional. Wait, 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 wait. You would do like the miming? I you would, would do the it. sense memory like, professional hat? Yeah, well, because... I am, as the director, I'm standing on the other side of the stage. They're deep into the stage. And I need a visual sometimes when they're talking and whispering and I'm trying to give notes. I need to be able to look at him and just say, Ah. Which mime hat do the we, hat. Mime the hat. And then he knows which hat he has on. Are we in professional hat mode or are we in fun hat mode? And right. So that's, that was yeah, a little less intimidating than the like, you know, I'm watching, watching you. Eyes. Yeah, it's a... We, we had Will on. Yes, he's the best. He's so fun. Will yeah. Friedle. I kept uh, calling him... I, He's so great. He's um, great. He's so nice. I kept calling yeah. him a nerd on the show, which, but I loved him. We ended up really bonding. Yeah. And, uh, but he was saying the kids are incredible on that yeah, show. Yeah, they were great. Yeah. They were great. I mean, and, and I got, we got to watch their like full transition. I mean, they were pretty green when they started. So, right. you know, not from going from not really knowing really what they were doing and understanding the way a sitcom works um, to being basically running the show. Yeah. Uh, it was great. It was, it was a really fun experience. Well, I shadowed four episodes, four yeah. or five. And I, from the first to even second season, I saw a huge difference in just their, just the way the show worked, the way that the girls, I, you know, especially really took ownership of those characters yep. and, you know, really led the show. It was yeah. amazing. It was really fun. 
That's awesome. What a blessing to be able to do that again and play another, play the same role, but in a completely different capacity. Yeah. I mean, that was the great thing is that I really got to sit and think about like, what would Topanga have evolved into as a mother and as this, you know, lawyer, almost judge, like what would she, what would she be like? What would her relationship with Corey be like? What would, you know, what would she be it's as It's just mother? so weird. Cause like you and Ben don't look like you've aged at all. No. <laughs> Thank you. No, I mean, it's just, it's... They're vampires. This is crazy. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, no. Uh, thank you. No, we, um, I mean, it is funny that when people who haven't, aren't familiar with the show and people will say like, oh, what did you, what did you do? And talk about Girl Meets World and I had a 13-year-old and people are like, well, that's unbelievable. Like, you wouldn't have, but, but it actually worked. It was important to us that it worked with the timeline. Like, by the time Boy Meets World ended, Corey and Topanga very believably could have had a 13-year-old. It wasn't, it was, like, it worked in the timeline. Yeah. Um, we have another one here from Rob. Uh, hi, Danielle, longtime fan here in Dallas. Question. Having been in the entertainment field for most of your life, if you had a bad audition, how do you go about recovering from it? Let's say <laughs> you had to read a certain amount of lines, noticed you're struggling. How do you hit the reset button to your mind, body, and soul? Oh, gosh. Good question. Um, I mean, while you're in the middle of a really bad audition, it's very hard to not spiral. <laughs> it's very... It's, it's very, impossible. You, you can't actually recover. My, my no, friend Kelly calls it going to the white room. <laughs> She's like, I saw nothing. It was just white. I don't remember yeah, what happened. Yeah, it's, it's a nightmare. And she said, I just wanted to get out the door. I just wanted to get out the door. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it is. It's, ter- it's terrible. Like, I, I can usually tell within, even before I start the audition, I can already tell I am not going to be doing well with right. this. It's just one of those days where everything I've been working toward, all like leading up to this moment, is now suddenly out of my brain. I barely remember the name of the character, like what's <laughs> happening. And then you start, and yeah, I actually, I had one audition where um, the casting director kept giving me a note, and I just... I thought I was doing it. I really legitimately, it wasn't one of those moments where I was like, I'm not going to do that. I really was like, all oh, right, good note. I'm going to process this. And then I would do it. And he just looked at me and he was like, no. I already know who this is. <laughs> do you? I could tell. And then do you know what he said to me? He said, it's amazing that you're an actress because it's, you're so visceral. You just <laughs> see everything on your face. And I was like, <laughs> and then I left. <laughs> I was like, I hope that's true, because you got an earful. So anyway, yeah, that was well, that's a great audition. This show wow. originally the incarnation of this show was called Worst Audition Ever. That's yeah, how this so began. Smart. And so we would just have our actor friends tell their worst audition stories. <laughs> and I'm telling you, if you, I mean, we all have them, but it's the best is like when an actor when you try to tell an actor. I think. You weren't one of those people, but we'd we'd get an actor and we'd go, so we want you to come on the show. Like, oh, I don't have any. I can't even remember any of them. I'm going to go, okay, so come to our show, watch it, and I promise you, you'll have 20. Yes. Because we block them out. 100%. Like, there's those moments. You have to. That's the only way you can continue in a business (laughs) ends up being like a bad relationship that you keep going back to your whole life. Christine, how many times have you sat, or Danielle, how many times have you sat in the car after an audition and started doing all the lines over again and going, Oh. Yeah, this was this. Why didn't I, I do it this yeah, way? Why didn't I do it this way? Like, yeah. it's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but the whole, the way the whole thing is set up, even, it's like, it's not set up in a way that you're going to be your best self. You're in a dingy room beforehand with a bunch of other people who you're all looking at each other like, hi, you're going out for the same role as me. <laughs> um, and, and you, and then people are walking around like talking to themselves. I, like, I was, I was, I was flip the page. I was, 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 I was,
It's like oh, it's the worst. just multiple people walking around doing that. Uh, and then when you can hear the audition going on, because it's like, it's as if, imagine, I just do the audition right on the other side of that screen. Like, you guys would all hear it. So you can hear the other person. You're like, maybe I should be doing it more like that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like trying to gauge the way they, like, listen to what their reaction is while they're doing it. You're like, that is a better read. Let me. And then you try to, like, change it while you're, and do it real quick. And you're like, no, 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 I'm going to stick with what I have. But then it ends up being, like, some combination See, by the time you get in there. Well, yeah. the, the ones I book are, where I'm an asshole or I don't care. Typecast. Typecast. No, or, or I don't care. Like, I don't, like, I don't want, I don't even want to do this job. Like, uh, right? Or if I'm hungover. Oh. Wow. I've booked every hungover job. I wouldn't tell people that. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> Everyone. It's so true. I, I was recently up for something and th- this is the other part of what, like, auditioning pregnant because you can't tell anyone that you're pregnant. Um, because if you get the job, you know, then it's fine. Yeah. If they fire you, they're like, that's a no-no. Illegal. That's illegal. But you can't tell them ahead of time. So I was literally testing for a series, I'm not even lying, three weeks ago. Oh, my gosh. How Were you just wearing I a big sweatshirt? <laughs> I was doing one of those, like, hey. <laughs> hey. I'm, like, trying to suck the baby in. She sent me a picture. <laughs> she sent me the picture a day before the audition, and I had seen her the week before. And she looked totally normal, like a little bit of a baby bump, nothing big. Because it took like a week for, you know, for the test to come around. And in that week... <laughs> so she sends me this picture, and she goes, on a scale from 1 to 10, how pregnant do I look? And I go, is that a real... Is that... Did you... Is this a joke? Did you add that? And she's like, no. And I said, 9.9. <laughs> I go, what are you going to do? Like, she's like, I go, is that, because it was crazy. This second pregnancy. I know. I mean, I don't know how I'm going to deliver this child. <laughs> it's like. I mean, I was bummed I didn't get it, but it, honestly, it was a blessing. I don't know what they would have done. They would have just been like. big purses and couches. I yeah, told you that. Yeah. I would have been hiding behind couches. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And purses. Anyway, it's just, it's so weird. All right, we have time for maybe one more. And then, um, uh, here we go. Um. From Monique Scholl in Texas. That was a great accent. Thank you. (laughs) For playing such an iconic character as Topanga, someone who was very different from her peers, but very passionate and confident, what would you like for future generations of young girls to take from her? Oh, what a good question. Uh, I mean, pretty much exactly what's in that question. I I always loved the fact that uh, Topanga marched to the beat of her own drum, and she was a free thinker. That's... It's a bad week to use that term. Um, (laughs) She she was an independent spirit. There you uh, go. Also made of dragon energy. Is that a weird weird time to say it? Okay. Is this just going right over? Okay. Um, uh, So... Um, I would want, I, that's something that's very important to me as a, as a woman. And as like we've talked about with directing, working with young women, I always try to, um, especially with social media, we get, we all can have that tendency to get caught up in comparing ourselves to others and looking at what other people have and wishing we had that. Um, it's one of the reasons why I didn't buy that Cartier bracelet. Cause I just, I'm very cognizant of, um, the fact that I, there are people who look up to me and I want to be a good role model. It's like the number one most important thing in my life. And um, I think about that with everything that I do. So I would 
I would hope that women would take away from the idea or take away from the character that they could be themselves and that they're lovable just the way they are and that they don't need to change for anybody um, and that your entire life's work and your worth is not wrapped up in a man or in a relationship or in anything like that. So. Can I get an amen? Amen. I love it. I, 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 need, I, need, I, I need a day with you. <laughs> For blessings and things. Yes, we have to, we have to manifest. I'm you need not, a guru. <laughs> I need a, I, you need a guru. I need a life coach. Someone said, yeah, yeah you I do. need a life coach. Um, Danielle, this is so awesome having you here. Tell us what you're up to next. I know you're doing a lot of directing. Yes, and you're getting, I've been directing, which has been great. More um, behind the scenes. Yeah, I've excellent. kind of moved a little bit behind camera, which has been great. I'm sure there will be something that I will do in front of the camera again, but I don't know what that's going to be next. Commercials. It'll be commercials. Well, get a, get a campaign. Yeah. Get a campaign. Yeah. L'Oreal, we got to get you on it. Yeah. The and when? then I've got a couple of projects that I'm pitching. I'm actually uh, really excited about that. I've got some some old friends that I'm hoping to work with again Yay. on the project. Oh, are um, you looking at me? Oh, no. <laughs> yes. What do you do? <laughs> Uh. <laughs> let, her, let her fix your hair first. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. But you know I would work with my you fantastic anytime. makeup artist Julie Cuomo is here as well. Oh, so anybody, uh, can you introduce home? Christine <laughs> after the show? <laughs> Thank okay. you for doing that. See, we're gonna have a great girls' day. You and me, I love Bar it. And Julie, good. Uh, Stephen Ray Morris, yes, very quiet over there. Oh, yes. how are the cats? Very good. They're very <laughs> comfy. Stephen, do also, you have, I need, have? I need to see your hair person too because my hair is just. Oh like wow! A total oh, Stephen, so. you are you're a wild I, man. I need I need your styling tips. Do you man bun that? I can. It's please close. don't. <laughs> you you are the proponent of a top knot. What you well, don't want to see? I, I hate the man bun. I hate the man bun. We'll do, we'll, we'll do a poll. No, no I had yes, I had long, beautiful. I have beautiful hair. I have beautiful hair. Okay. Okay. All right. Don't we believe get so defensive. <laughs> Okay, what, and your fiancé show? Drop the mic. What yes. night is that? It's Sunday nights, tonight, actually. Tonight? Hang out here, have a great old time, but get home by 10.30 p.m. Uh, tonight's actually very exciting. Who's Seth on? Rogen and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, yeah. It's I see that. so, oh, yes. so good. Um, TBS. TBS, 10.30 Sunday nights. I love right. it. Highly, highly recommend it. And I am not just a fan. Like I, You're the audience person. Right, I work the. You're the wrangler, you're the mascot. But like, I would, I would honestly just not talk about it, or probably be like, "You need to make this show better, honey." I would be, <laughs> be very honest. It's so good. I mean, my mom's, my mom's a huge fan. My mom's not even a rap fan, but she loves it. I love that. Um, well, I wish you all the best. Thank you have you. a big year coming up. We're yes. so happy and so excited for you. And tell us where we can find you on social, so um, we can keep up with your life. At Danielle Fischel, everywhere uh, on Instagram and Twitter. That's I fabulous. I've tried Snap. I've literally I've downloaded Snap. I, I, I can't. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't get I don't, it. I don't, you don't understand anyone. Instagram. I don't understand the Instagram. I don't understand oh, the Instagram. Well, I'm not an Instagram professional. No. I actually, on my way here, I did a story to say I'm on my way. I also called it the worst podcast ever. <laughs> Just so you know, <laughs> I didn't realize it. Jensen corrected me. He was like, "No, it's a great podcast." I was like, "What?" <laughs> I didn't. I didn't understand that I had flipped it. Uh, thank you, Jensen. <laughs> Thanks, so, Jensen. <laughs> Jensen was on it. I didn't. I didn't understand what was going on. Uh, so I am not quite an Instagram professional, but at least I. I know mostly 
what the buttons do. I can't even find anyone on Snapchat. I can't do that. I can't. I can't. I can't. It's just on. Also, it's just on the selfie cam, and I'm like, how do I record something else? I can't. I'm just trying to get like the bunny ears or whatever they do. Or right. I can't. I can't even do that. Yeah, I can't either. I've I've downloaded it and deleted it 50 yeah. times. That's just not for me. I'm too old. Too <laughs> old. I have some millennial friends. They gave me tips. Oh. I'm trying to get Jody on stories. Jody oh. doesn't understand stories, so I keep trying to, and Instagram she's like, I don't, I, do, I don't get it, and I don't yeah. get it. Um, Some people are better at Instagram stories than other people. Yes, though. it's true. Like, I'm a terrible, my Instagram stories are awful. They're basically just like me at a concert, and it's just like I didn't know you could tell thing. stories on the Instagram. Oh. Oh, my God. We'll add it to our, to our blessings deck. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Hair, blessings, and stories. <laughs> And makeup. And okay. Right. Um, so I make sure. Well, thank you guys for joining us for our first live show. This was such a treat being thank here at the Gary Marshall yes. Theater, for sure. Uh, you can find me on all social at Yo Lakin. You can find me at Alec Led. I'll explain later. <laughs> and you can find me at Stephen Ray Morris. And you can find Worst Ever Podcast at Worst Ever Podcast and Worst Ever PC on Twitter. And if you want to email us, give us some feedback on this show or maybe other episodes you like or hate or just want to talk shit about a lot, I'm cool with that too. You can talk all you want. I'll ba- I, will, I will clap back. <laughs> uh, you can email us at worsteverpodcast at gmail.com. So thanks, guys, for being here. Join us for some cake and refreshments in the lobby. And we'll hear you next week. Thank you guys for coming. 